The New Year holiday always seemed a bit pale in comparison to what had preceded it by a week. Maybe because it's even more of a man-made holiday than Christmas itself. It marks the demarcation of one year's end and another's beginning, like science or nature cared a whit about our calendars. And let's face it, to paraphrase the who, the new year always seems a bit like the old year. That's not to say it's not worth celebrating. I mean, Wednesday is worth celebrating. But of course, New York celebrates in a slightly over-the-top way. New Yorkers and tourists, a lot of tourists, make a big deal out of New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Though, truth be told, the bigger deal they make of New Year's Eve, the more likely they are to not remember New Year's Day. Now, one interesting way that they celebrate New Year's Eve is to go to Times Square and watch a lighted ball descend on a pole. It's descent marking the last 10 seconds of the current year. When it hits the bottom, it's a new year. I always thought that they got that backwards. As an old advertising man showing the ball descending, going down, 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 is not the greatest image or message. And then when it hits rock bottom, heck, you've arrived. Gee, thanks. A better way would be to reverse it so the ball would rise up into the starry, cold night sky, and when it reached its zenith, bam, another gift, another new year. Always rise up, never go down. Okay, forget all that. As a family growing up, uh, we never partook of that event. Uh, couldn't fathom mom and dad wanting to bring their kids to a group of uh, drunken partiers in Times Square. And if they did bring us there as kids, I probably would have been looking at the same lower backs of the grown-ups I saw at Rockefeller Center when they took us to see the tree. So I wouldn't have seen anything anyway. Let's back up here, a bit of history. The whole event had its beginning in 1907 when the publisher of the New York Times wanted to punch up the fireworks display he usually put on. And though the ball started out made of wood and iron and now has crystal panels with LED lighting, that ball had been coming down every year since the, with the exception of 1942 and 43 due to World War II's blackout. One year, however, many years later, as a teenager, I did go. So on television, the whole thing looks kind of fun. Well, kind of is the operative word. Everybody always seems to be smiling and enjoying themselves, all anxiously awaiting the fall of that damn ball. I think Dick Clark was the host that year, having taken over from Guy Lombardo. And depending on your age, you might have to Google one or both of those. Whomever it was, they kept up a steady stream of dialogue for the cameras everywhere. How pretty the city looked, how cold it was, how the Christmas lights were so beautiful, and on and on. And if I recall, the program started broadcasting live from Times Square around 8 p.m., which means those poor souls had to come up with crap to say for four hours. After about 10 minutes of my friends and I arriving to join the throng of people, it became clear to me that like football games, this thing was better enjoyed from the comfort of your home. Being there finally was quite a bit different from how I had experienced it in the past, uh, which was usually at home snuggling with a blanket on the couch. But I suppose, like a football game, people feel the need to see it in person. Let me tell you, after about 20 minutes, I was convinced I didn't need to see anything else in my life in person. Seeing it in person in this case meant being cold, jostled by strangers, dodging projectile vomit, jumping over puddles of piss, and generally being sure that if this is how the old year ended, there wasn't much hope for the new one starting at midnight. And all the while, this lousy sound system was blaring some indiscernible music, punctuated by a DJ screaming 
reminder of how many hours, minutes, seconds to the new year. But we came, and we were determined to stick it out. We probably couldn't get out anymore anyway. We were surrounded by hundreds of other misguided fools. Mercifully, someone in our vicinity was passing around a joint, so I felt a little bit better after that, but not much. I didn't want to drink anything because I didn't want to have to pee. Where would I go? Unlike the other sophisticated partiers who simply unzipped and pissed in the street, I was a little too well brought up for that, so I held it in, shivering, impatient, and all in all, not really enjoying New Year's Eve so much. I looked around and shook my head. If this was someone's idea of fun, it was certainly lost on me. Thankfully, about this time that I was losing any hope of the evening ending, the idiot with the loudspeaker informed us that it was just minutes to go. Some of the crowd started chanting again. No idea what they were saying. Some were just shouting, woo-hoo. Others were taking this opportunity for one last drunken puke. The television cameras scanned the crowd. The Klieg lights flashed on brighter than ever. The whole of Times Square was bathed in this weird white glow. I couldn't make out much of anything. It must be like what an actor feels when he looks out into the audience but can see only the footlights. Here we go, kids. To Dick Clark, we were all kids. Here we go, somewhere up there in the bowl flashed a hundred sparkling incandescent bulbs that teetered a bit on its pole, and I had the thought that it didn't look very secure, but what the heck. I figured they knew what they were doing, and it didn't fall. It teetered every bit, a little bit every year, and then began its descent. Ten, nine, eight, seven. We got the idea. Move it along so we can get out of here. It's cold. Six, five, four. Get ready now. Three. Instinctively, we all held on to each other in the crowd like something dramatic was going to happen in three seconds. But all that happened was the ball hit bottom. Two, one. Happy New Year. People screamed, danced, kissed each other, jumped up and down, and generally went crazy. But this is what they came for. After a while... The hundreds began to disperse and make their ways back to the subways, buses, and parked cars. Most of them all thinking the slate was clear, a brand new year awaited. Going to get everything right this year, lose that weight, get that job, get married, start a family move, go on that vacation, whatever. They all had hope again, that just like they did one year ago. And then I had the thought that maybe that was the point of the whole thing, just to give hope again, one more time. As I walked away, I had the thought I had every year, this new year, minutes old, was feeling suspiciously like the old one. But what the heck, I thought. Maybe this would be the year I'd get that job, go on that vacation. Who knows? That's the fun part of hoping. Happy New Year, everybody. Rob.